after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Mary Jane! Sing it, girl. You got some good pipes there. Welcome to another edition of Being Mary Jane. We do the recap right here every week, every week on AfterBuzz TV. And of course, you can make make sure you subscribe to AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. We've got a ton of shows outside of just Being Mary Jane, so you can watch all of our shows. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes and make sure you follow us because we have a podcast on there, honey. Just in case you don't see our beautiful faces, yes. you can hear our beautiful voices. Yes. And if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit the hashtag ABTVBMJ. It's a lot of letters, huh? What is it again? ABTVBMJ. Oh, good God. Right, because we want to see what you what you think about this episode. It's episode five, No Expectations. Mm. So you can find me uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Meg Scoop. I am Megan Thomas, and who are you, lovely lady? I'm Fania Thomas, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fania Thomas. And at my family reunion, because we have the same last name. <laughs> cousins. <laughs> no, we should we should be honest and say we're not we're cousins. We're not cousins. I know, because somebody really thought we were. We're not really cousins, but we like to play. We have the same play. last name. Play cousins. <laughs> okay. So, yes, and shout out to Tiana and Ashley, who are not yes. here today, but they send their love to you. So, let's get uh, into this episode. First of all, what are your thoughts? about this episode it was heavy this episode was really really heavy and I kind of thought they were going to go there when she was in the GYN office so it was a lot but I think it speaks to what's happening right now with you know this generation of women and I'm glad that we're talking about it right and it was a especially for black women because we do have a very large population as as far as ratio of single women Mm -hmm. who are childless older unmarried Yes, we so do. So I think this is a very real and big to what we deal with as black women. But um, let's start with the episode. So we see that Mary J. Oh, shout out to Gail King. Right? I was like, they got Gail on here. It's almost like having Oprah on that there. That was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I like her. And she was at her news desk. Just like right. She was on CBS or something. We clicked in. There she was. Right, in right. her comfortable spot. They had Gail on the show. So Gail is guest hosting um, for Mary Jane because she's in the doctor's office. And she's mm. going through with, I guess trying to see if her eggs are viable for extraction. 
And this, the most embarrassing thing happens. That's a lot. To find that it you is. might be sterile or barren on national television. I feel like barren is such a like old Bible term. She's barren. It's that I, I thought you were going to say like it's a hard word. Like that's it. Like, that is, but that's heavy. oh my goodness, you're, like that is especially for somebody who who claims she wants to have kids and wants to be married. It's really tough that everyone had to see that. Well, that and it's so personal, right? You know right. what I mean? Like usually you you kind of shield some of your stuff. You always want to report the news and not be the news. Right. And while she did opt to do this story, it. I'm sure she didn't know that it was going to end up like this because no one would ever want to have that information right. publicly revealed right, right. without them knowing. That's a lot. It is. Ooh, I and felt especially because people take it for granted. Like, you know, women think, yes, we can, we're all able to have children and procreate. But when something is taken away from you, even if you want it or not, it's still hard. It's a right. hard blow to, to take. And she's only 38, so it's not like she's, you know, past yeah. the 40 mark. Um, but of course, the doctor, Dr. Mars looks at her eggs. She has four and they are not what he says are too small. They're not viable for extraction. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. And which sends her, you know, she, I felt for her. Those eyes welled up with tears. I was like, oh, Mary Jane. And then what surprised me was that Kara went, was like, you know, Kara stayed in producer mode. She did. And I was tussling with this while we were watching it. I wasn't quite sure if she was doing it for Mary Jane until she actually said it to Gail Kane, like, no, she's going to close out her own show. I get it because that could be a sign of weakness as far as not being able to close out and finish your own show. It's her show. She should sign off. So you think that was more of a friend move or was that more of a like a uh, producer move? We want to get the ratings to see her like, you know, what did you I think? I think it was a friend move because for ratings, it could have been really like salacious and scandalous to be like, Oh, we can't go to Mary Jane right now because of what's going on and she's traumatic and she's barren. Like, if they would have spun it, it's all in how you spin the news. You can spin it in a great light or you can spin it in a bad light. I like for a minute, I was like, is Kara going to take her hat off? What is she doing? Right. And then when she went and she told Mary Jane, like, hey, do you want Gail to do it or do you want to do it? I was like, okay, safe. Well, I thought, I, I took the same situation, but I thought the opposite. I thought when she said, no, this is her show, she's going to finish it. I kind of felt like Kara was using that as a, I guess, kind of like um, a scapegoat for how she really felt, which was, I'm a producer. This is going to get us ratings. This chick just found out she probably can't have kids. And now look, like, people are going to be on the, the edge of their seats. Like, oh my gosh, when they come back from commercial, what's going to happen? I mm-hmm. want to see what's going to happen. So, of course, you want to see Mary Jane. You want to see the sadness in her face or something. That's holding people there. So, I thought that was a producer move and not a friend move. And even when she said, well, what do you want to do? I think that was like, that's when she went to friend mode. Like, okay, well, I guess, what do you really want to do? So, you think it was too late? Right. Absolutely. Because as a reporter or a journalist, you, it's like your microphone. You never give away your mic. Right. You never hand it off to the subject being interviewed. That's yours. So oh, it's it's a tough decision. It's very hard for them to it's a thin line between being your producer, your friend, your colleague. Right. Um, and Mary Jane got pissed. At the end of it, she was like, you pushed me to do this, which... Right. I didn't, I didn't, all the things that she was saying that Kara had said, I didn't hear her, 
Say that. Well, Karen did say those things, but I think in, in that moment, Mary Jane was sad because of what just happened to her. So what, Absolutely. what do you want to do? You want to blame somebody. Right. You want to blame somebody for your bad eggs, your rotten eggs. She was deflecting. Right. 100% she was deflecting. So I get that. And, she, and she's allowed to have that emotion. And that's her friend. She could accept it and be like, okay, I'll take this one. Not a problem. But I felt like when they were having the conversation about doing this show, she wasn't being pushed into it. Right. Not only that, but she's Mary Jane. Who pushes Mary Jane into doing anything that she exactly. does not want to do? Exactly. So at that exact that at that moment she was just trying to push the blame off on to Kira. I think. Yeah. What did you think Mary Jane was saying to the doctor when she was whispering? And he <laughs> and he said to her like that that probably didn't have. I don't know. To do. I had to ask you, and I feel like what you said was absolutely par for course. Right. So, and so I thought what she asked him about was her abortion. I thought she probably said to him, "I've had an abortion. Well, does that is that the reason why my eggs are no good?" And of course, his response was, "I had nothing to do with it. More than likely, you know, you're fine." Whatever. <sighs> I'm so mad it was muffled, like the suspense. I, I just feel like we know that she had an abortion. She talked about it already. So why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't the writers just have her say that and let us hear that? Maybe because it, there were hot microphones. Because she was on live TV. No, I'm not at that point. Right not at that point. That was on um, commercial yeah. break. Commercial well, break. but they're, they're still rolling. Right. The, the news guys and the cameramen and, you know, the production and the people in the booth are still. But I feel able like they should, her. just for like cinematography purposes, they could have just had to go, Is it, I've had a, an abortion. Is it because of that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted that to, because then all you heard her was go, I mean, oh, you mean uh, being Mary Jane should have, like, the show itself, like, Mar and... Yes! I wish the writers would have had, or, like, they would have said, okay, the director would have gone, okay, let's let's actually hear that. No, because now it's more suspenseful. Now I'm like, what did she say? I looked at you and I was like, what did she say? You know? I think she said something about her abortion. I don't know. Let us know what you think. Make sure you uh, hit that hashtag on Twitter and and YouTube. It's ABTVBMJ because we want to know what you think. And shout out also to Gabrielle Union. As you can see here. Oh, yes. Cheers, doll. Yes. Cheers. Vanilla pudding in the building tonight again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Vanilla pudding. This is for you. Um, Of course, Gabrielle Union. You have a great wine here. It's really good. Make sure you guys go support her and get that um, at all of your local wine. it's at Wines and More. That's the name of the girl. The one, the chain out here that sells it. It's again, it's Vanilla Pudding Tuesdays. You can't turn up and watch Mary Jane without <laughs> right. Vanilla Pudding Chardonnay. So right, 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 right. So let's talk about um, everyone's reaction to what happened with Mary Jane and her eggs being shown on camera. First, let's talk about her mom. Her mom. <laughs> oh. Hashtag Mommy Dearest. Mommy dearest, I gotta love her. So she starts the, she starts blaming herself. She says that my daughter's barren. None of my kids are abnormal, like the doctor said about Mary Jane. And then she blames her own lupus. Do you think that Mary Jane's mom was being very selfish and kind yeah, of caught up in her own world? I feel like the dad had it on point when he was like, it's not about you. Right. But as any parent, you look to see, is anything that you produce, even if you're a parent or not, whatever you produce, if it doesn't, if it's not successful, you look at reasons as to why it's not successful. Right. So I get it as a parent or, you know, if I'm making a pizza and my pizza comes out burnt, I'm going to blame myself. I don't know. That was, a, that was really bad. <laughs> I was going to blame myself. I mean, I, I think that she, I kind of have this, this, okay. So I love the fact that Mary Jane's mother is so fabulous. She's beautiful. With her wig changes. Yes, Shout out honey. to the being Mary Jane wardrobe department because she looks yes. flawless in her hair. And pieces. her fancy frou frou, that little. Her house gown. Her moo moo gown. Yes. Like, they are fierce, okay? Because yes. they didn't look like that back in the day. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, 
she I, I like her but I don't like her why I don't like her because I feel like she she is selfish and she makes things she makes things about herself mm-hmm. and I think this episode was probably the first time that I actually said oh I kind of like her mom more now and it was only because of what she said to Nisi but before that I kind of was just like eh I could take her or leave her because she's kind of mean I and maybe it's because she has lupus and she wants to like you know woe is me mm-hmm. I have lupus maybe that's the reason why because she has that kind of attitude I think that's probably why I don't like care for her character too much I feel like in the relationship of the of the grandparents she's the not the tender one the dad's the tender one She's more of the tough love kind of parent right. and right. parenting style. Um, but I did love the moment that she had with Nisi. And she Nisi was like, you said you love me, you know? And But then she was even still like, no tears. He think, he's going to think it's about him. Like, right. I get that. It's good to have a good cop, bad cop relationship when it comes to parenting. So she plays that role. Sometimes she plays it a little tough. Right. Do you, do you think... Um, what she said to Nisi was correct as far as her making sure she, you know, she really saw herself in Nisi and she really does love her, all that kind of stuff. Did you think she was being genuine and she, did you take what she said as truth? Absolutely. And I think that's why she is so hard on Nisi because she sees herself in Nisi and she wants her, like she said, to do good. So, you know, and she's always right. So don't let her down. Do you think, she, do you think she should have called Cameron to come over even though she saw Nisi yes! tell her to leave? Absolutely. I love this because the fact that they're learning how to co-parent and Nisi's not ready because she feels disrespected, which, by the way, I don't know how she was disrespected. I don't know what Cameron did to disrespect her. Well, no, no, no. Was- I think a lot of women feel like, you know, I'm the mother of your child. And I think a lot of single mothers mm-hmm. feel this way. I'm the mother of your child. Respect the fact that I get up every day with this child. I got up with him for two years and you weren't here. Like, respect that. Listen right. to what I'm saying. But I think also a lot of times single moms will use that and go, well, no, you can't see your child. You disrespected me. Exactly. So right. at what point is it like, okay, you did the two years without me now that I'm here. Let's not let the child suffer anymore because right. it is about the child. It's not about you anymore. Right. So wh- what does she want? A kidney? I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, does she want back pay for the time? If, I mean, say what it is right. so he can do it right. and get on with it. I love that he was at the house playing hide and go seek. Like, even though she kicked him out the day before, he still showed up. Most guys would be like, nah, bleep her. Like, she's giving me a hard time. Right. So I love that. I, it's just... You're living for the child, which is mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be about. And that's good. And, I, and I'm looking forward to see seeing what happens with little Travion. We don't no. call him <laughs> Trey. We call him his full name. My mother was like that. I really? have an older brother named Frederick. And do not call him Fred. Like, it was <laughs> Frederick. Frederick. Don't even try it. Yeah. Oh, that's play. cute. That's Debbie cute. Don't play. So then, of course, Dr. Lisa comes to Mary Jane's house because Mary Jane's not answering any of her calls. She's feeling a little... Um, feeling a little some kind of way about herself and what she's revealed to the world so dr lisa shows up was that right should she have just shown up on her friend's doorstep i i think so i feel like their relationship is sisterly she's that friend that didn't have to be called she was there whether or not mary jane wanted her to be there she was there just to support and she was sitting outside she wasn't inside bothering her in her kitchen in her house watching her tv eating her food she was outside just there as support. And I think that was great. And I feel like the conversation that they have is one that only a sisterly friendship can right. have because you can tear each other down. Right, right. Because as they were having that, I was just going, oh, they're not going to be friends after this. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, oh, this is something that they've gone through for years and right. years and years, especially when Mary Jane said, we've been talking about this for the past five years. We've had the same exact fight. Let's talk about what it really is. And this is when we find out some some tea right. about the information. So apparently David was Dr. Lisa's friend first. Friend. 
we got to stop calling people friends if they're really not friends, honey. So mm-hmm. she's mad because she really liked David. Who Dave, knew? Right. I don't. I, I didn't see this coming. I didn't know that there was. That's just no. You know what? I feel like there was an episode last season where he said something. She said something to him, and we were like, "What? That's a little weird." And now it makes sense. I got to go back and look and see what Mm. episode that was. But she said something to him before. Can't remember. But anyway, yeah. So then, of course, uh, we see we hear a lot of tea because uh, Mary Jane is mad because Doctor Lisa is putting her on Front Street, and she says, (laughs) "You know, your life isn't even conducive for a baby." Let's be honest. Is it true? I think so. Her dad confirmed it. Right. You know, when who knows you better than your parents. So, and again, your friends, friends like that tell you the things that you don't want to hear. And I know Mary Jane's going through a lot right now. Last episode is she's an alcoholic and Lisa brings that up again. Like, Mm -hmm. and to the point that her dad made, you do everything that you want and you go after it and you get it. Except for this one area of your life. You didn't go after it and get it. And a successful person like that, you you mean you would think that if they really wanted kids, they would set it up and go after it the same way they did their career or school. And she has yet to do that. But see, Mary Jane brings up a good point. She says, you know, it's not like I just I pick, can pick this. You know what I mean? Like it just comes out of thin air. She says that you know, it, it a lot of times what a lot of women think, which is. I haven't met the right man. The circumstances mm-hmm. haven't been right. So where's the balance between the circumstances and the opportunities that naturally come across your path versus you going out to um, strategize and get a husband and get a, and get that baby? You have to find a balance as with everything in like work life balance. You have to find enough time for your work and enough time for your personal life. I don't have it figured out. Girl, me neither. <laughs> Which is probably why we both amen with our kids. That's all right. That's so change. Right? It, and it's something that I think a lot of people toil with. Like, right. how do you, are you able to have a successful career and a successful marriage and have kids? I mean, it's not easy, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm having a hard time just doing with one and staying right. in my lane and being, you know, successful at that. So I, I want her to have children. I want her to experience that in life if that's what she wants. But she has to make the time for it and but, but choose see, the right guy. Right. But here's the thing, though. Can you really make time for a family when you've never had one of your own? Like, meaning like your your husband and your children. Like, you don't know what that time frame really looks like. So Dr. Lisa is telling her your, your life is not conducive to having a baby. What would Mary Jane need to do before her husband and baby comes to make her life more conducive for a baby? Well, before I answer that, I think Mary Jane does know because she said you and mom have it when she was talking to her dad. So she knows what it looks like because she's seen it and her parents are great examples of it. Um, I'm saying, but that, what I'm saying, but, it's different when it's yourself. So that's what right. I'm saying. You don't know what it's like. Just like if, if you've never been a parent, if you've never had your own child, you really don't know what it's like to have a kid. Even if you watch somebody else's baby, even if you watch, watch your nieces and nephews, you really don't get what it's like to be a parent until you become one. Mm-hmm. So how can you really and readily prepare for that position if you've never had it? You can't. But what you can do is make changes in your life, work less, date men that are available. Right. You know, <laughs> I have a friend who did like, she was, I'm going to find a husband. She was, you know, approaching a certain age. So she power online dated. And for her, that worked. But she ended up marrying her high school sweetheart. Right. Which, you know, after going through all of that, but she made it a point to, you know, find a husband and date. 
So I just, you have to make the time. You have to carve out the time. So you, and you can't prepare yourself. There's no way. Right. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Use the hashtag ABTVBMJ and give us your thoughts. So let's talk about David. David comes over with her favorite flowers. Oh, David. What are they? Are those tulips? Oh my God. The tulips, right? Too soon. It's too soon, David. She's vulnerable. Fall back. I want him to go home to his baby mama. Like, <sighs> Too soon, David. I just don't. I, I thought it was. I thought it was Slippery inappropriate. Slope. I thought it was inappropriate. Yes, you're bringing the flowers as her friend because you know she's gone through something tough, right? Um, I appreciate I just, the gesture, but I think it's a slippery slope. She's extremely vulnerable right now, right. and I think she handled it very well. Um, I'm glad she didn't let him in. <laughs> oh Lord, Oof. could you imagine? My goodness, um, with the you know the tequila flowing. Oof. So I'm right. Yeah. Go home too soon. Right. And then she also talks to Mark about, you know, I love the relationship she has with Mark. Me too. Mary Jane and Mark's relationship. I actually hope they have a baby together. Mm-hmm. If you think Cara and her relationship is a conflict of interest at points, I think that would like really. Why? Think about it. They would be the best. They live next door to each other. Okay. There. He wants to have a baby. So does she. Mm, he's, is but he, he's, he's gay, not, he's so it's not, not like he yet, can, though. But that's what I'm saying. So what, what would it be a problem to have a baby with your next door neighbor? Because then the whole world would know. I mean, he would have to. Why doesn't he have a lady? Why doesn't he have kids of his own? No, but then that would be a kid of his own. And people would just be like, oh, you have a baby mama. <laughs> no. First of all, it's a great cover if you're a man who doesn't want to come out to the world, number one. Number two, you oh, still secretly get the, have the baby. No, you can still tell the world that you had a baby and they'll know you had a baby with a woman because he's not coming out on camera yet. You know what right. I mean? So he doesn't really want the world to know that he's gay. What better cover than to have a baby mama? But how would he explain Mary Jane as his baby mama? She is my baby mama. This is the Mary woman we've Jane had a child with. Be able to have a relationship with. If she wish she could tell whoever she's talking to. Like, hey, the truth is, <laughs> he and I are just friends. We had a moment. Now we have a kid, but we're cool. I think it works. It's a win-win situation. You sound like Kara trying to produce a, 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 an infotainment. Right. right. I think now. that would be awesome because they're really good friends. They talk. They're really honest with each other. Right. They live next door. He wants to have a baby, but he's gay and he doesn't have anyone and she doesn't have anyone. If they didn't work together and they weren't public figures, absolutely. I think even as public figures, they could do it. I don't know how you're going to explain that away. It's just to have a baby mama. It's Mary Jane. Mm. She can just be like, yeah, I have a baby daddy. It's Mark. Mm. I'm just telling you. I think it's a good Mm. idea. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. So then, of course, Mark gives her, you know, he says that she did the right thing because even uh, for a man like him, he said that he's going through the same thing that she's going through. Right. It's like, I'm 43, 40 plus. What did he say? 40 in three years? (laughs) Yeah. He didn't want to say he was 43. (laughs) He looks great for 43. He does. He does absolutely look great. Okay. So. And then, and then he had a little moment with her. She cried and I felt so bad for her, but I was just like, you know what, Mary Jane, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to overcome you think so? this somehow. Somehow. Some way, somehow. And then, of course, my favorite person of the entire show, Daddy. Aww. Daddy comes through with the Krispy Kreme because that hot light was on, honey. That's how you know. That's a good daddy right there. Her dad is so sweet and so yes. tender. And I love that he gave her the green light to basically do whatever she wants. Right. You know, whether it be with a man that's having a child with somebody else or not be with him, he's do it. And I'm here to support you. Whatever it is, find your happiness and go after it. I love that. You know, I love that too, but I don't know if that was the best advice. No, what would you have said? I would have said, go find your happiness. Just make sure it's not with a man who's already taken. 
Because <laughs> you got a history of that girl. And she does have a history of being with men who are not available. And even, I don't know why, like, I know parents are all about their kids being happy, but you do you want your child to be happy at the expense of someone else and their child? Because think about it. What if what if that woman still wants to be with David? Mm-hmm. You know, his, his Anna. What if Anna still wants to be with David, wants to raise a child together, wants to get married? You're basically telling your daughter to go ahead and be a mistress. I think it was bigger than that. I think it was whatever you're doing right now is not working. So let's figure out what's going to work. Even if it means being a mistress. If that's what's generally, genuinely going to make her happy, which I don't think it is, then yes. But he did say he's not available. Right. You know, dad did in his, um, fatherly way backtrack on it. I mean, he, he, at first he gave the green light. Right. But then he backtracked a little bit. He did. I, I love her dad. And, um, he just, he, he really said, you know, one thing that I thought was really profound was like, I don't think you really want to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like Lisa. I was like, oh, it might be the truth. And I think that's why it hurts. She's like, why would I go through this? You know what I mean? You might not I think the want I- to have a baby. idea of having a baby and having the life and having it all right. appealed to Mary Jane in the moment of being presented this insurance policy opportunity of having her eggs um, being frozen, fertile yeah. and fer- frozen and all that. But I think at the end of the day, when it comes down to the nitty gritty of it, maybe not. Right. And I think because it's really hard if you think about it for women to be like, no, I don't want to get married. I don't mm-hmm. want to have kids. Think about what happens if a woman says that to you. Then what do you, what automatically happens in your mind? You're, you go, oh, something's wrong with her. Like, oh, oh. like she's, she, you, she doesn't, you look, you kind of diminish the woman that she is because you feel like if you're not married or you don't have kids, then mm-hmm. there's something wrong with you and you're not fully a woman. That's true. Stereotypically, that's, that's, you're right on point. People feel as if they'll, People who, women who don't naturally want to be nurturers, there must be something wrong with them and they're evil or they're mean or they're, you know, biatches. That's true. When they, when guys don't get that. Right, right. So I think when you, when you publicly tell people, I don't want to have kids, that's the judgment that you Mm -hmm. allow people to make about you. And so a lot of women don't want to go through that. They don't want to make that, they don't want to make that known that that's what they really feel or they don't want to admit it. And so I think mm-hmm. it was really big of her father to bring that up and say, you know, maybe that's not what you really want. You need to go find what makes you happy. And it was so funny because we see uh, Mary Jane in the shower again. She's always in the shower at a bath. That was a little something for the fella viewers right tonight because they got a little booty and back. Her, she's a great back. I know. She has some cake action for you gentlemen mm-hmm. out there. Um, she's alone. Fine. Like, right. applause for her being alone in, <laughs> in the, the shower, shower this right. <laughs> She's always with someone. Now she's by herself. And I thought it was really funny when she was in, looking in the mirror at her stomach and she was making the pregnant moves. Like, we've all done it as girls. Like, poked our stomach out to see what it would look like if we were pregnant. Or with a pillow when you were younger, like right. you had no business putting right. a pillow in your stomach pretending like you're 16 and pregnant. See, yeah. like that's what, and I think that's why it's so hard especially for women to admit like, I don't want that life because mm-hmm. from little kids, we are conditioned to believe that we have to be mothers, we have to be wives. And so to sit here and be like, no, I don't want that life. Like that's, that's really, really huge. And a lot of people don't understand it. So shout out and and big ups to you, Mary Jane. Hopefully you figure that out soon. Um, so let's talk about PJ. Before we get to PJ, did you like how Mary Jane tied up the segment at work? Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. We forgot. Cause I really didn't. So what did you, what do you think Mary Jane should have done? Because she basically told everyone that she's not going to go with, through with the extraction on TV. Right. I, I, she didn't, didn't say whether that meant she was going to do it in her personal life or if she, whether she was going to do it at all. She just left it like that. What I, did you think? 
I feel like I was wanting more. When she left a voicemail for Kara, it was like, I'm not going to go through it, but I have a plan. I mean, right. was it just her, was the plan just her saying, I'm not going to go through it on live air? I, I just, I wanted more. And when they were in the brainstorming meeting, I wanted it to be like a live to tape situation. Maybe not be live, right. but at least do something. I just, I feel like it was, there's something missing. Like, it was I inconclusive. Think, I think we'll find out in later episodes what really happens um, and what her big plan is. But I kind of think, you know, if this was a real life situation, what would be the next step? What What would you want the anchor to do to continue to try? Listen, I wouldn't even. I'm uncomfortable going into the guy know by myself. Okay, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like so. <laughs> right in the right. stirrups and like I I have uh, I don't know. I just, I, because I thought about it and I was like, I think this is a good ending because if she doesn't end it now, what's going to happen is she's going to have to be like, well, I'm going to continue to go with through with this. Mm-hmm. So then you have to keep filming that. And what if the second time you go through all these shots, all this, this second cycle and the, the doctor tells you the same thing. Like that's, that's true. That's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like, well, where does the cycle end? Just let's just end it right now. <laughs> I thought what she was alluding to when she was talking about it, when she was giving the statistics of how, which was a very low statistic that she was delivering. I thought maybe she was going to bring in another subject, right? Like someone that she found another woman to kind of take the light off of her and maybe segue into someone else's experience and then maybe their journey and then maybe talk to someone but that had still, success and maybe talk to the offspring, something like that. Just to talk to deflect. the offspring. Yeah. Just deflect <laughs> it. I'm thinking like stories down the line, down the line. Just I know, but that would keep, continue to drag it out. And the more you drag it out, the more Mary Jane would be faced with the fact that she can't have kids. You know what I'm saying? But Every that's not true she, yet. We don't know yet. Well, for her right now, in this moment, she's under the impression she can't have kids. The chances for her to mm-hmm. have children is very, very low. So think about if you if you had that and you'd ha- have a show every month or whatever talking about women who go through this process to have children and you are not one of that them. That would be painful. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like she did the right thing, which was, look, we're done. I'm done with this on air. So kill it. I just wish it. they killed it differently because I felt like it was like, huh? Okay. I'm glad they kill it that way. <laughs> but then we see that she really does want to go through the extraction. Do you think it's a good idea for her to still want to extract these eggs Absolutely. in their small? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Because like you said, if she's barren, this is it. So you have the four. Take advantage of it. What it, Do you think that she should go through another? I think if she's going to do it, I think she should just go through another cycle. I think she should pay them, but she got the money. You know what I mean? I think she should go through with one more cycle to see if the eggs become more viable. But now it's a lottery. Now it's like you're in Vegas and you're doubling down. You might take your winnings off the <laughs> table. I don't gamble. I don't know how that works. Okay. That take, your winnings <laughs> off the, take your winnings off the table and freeze what you have and then go through another cycle. She has the four. Handle it. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense then. <laughs> or her little small eggs. What if those eggs are like rottenish because they little? Oh, they're blessings from God. Girl, those things are just some little small eggs. They ain't no blessings yet. They will be one day. Let's move on. We are not. (laughs) They will be one. They will be one day with David Sperm. Because that's what we're hoping. Um, so let's talk about PJ. And yes. PJ, we find that he's got a community development, a re- community retirement development that he's building at mm-hmm. Lake Kiowi, um, which is a place where the family used to vacation. And so with his hard-earned drug money, he has been uh, bl- buying land. <laughs> And his yes, and his architecture degree. He's he wants to have the whole development built, and so I I'm proud of him. Me too. You better do something great with your drug money. 
<laughs> That's what it is. He's hey, selling weed. I think it's savvy. I love it. He's investing in. He's smart. He's into architect. Like that's. It's perfect. Right. I think his dad made some very valid points about being investing with Jake, um, getting in bed with David. I'm fifty fifty on that. Why? Because he keeps him in the family. I want Mary Jane to. But what's wrong some, with that? He's an entrepreneur. David is an it's entrepreneur. It's dangerous. Why? Because he has history with Mary Jane, and something might happen. You know, well, okay, one but- bad tequila night, and they're back in the sheets. Okay, and that's why I think David was right when he said Mary Jane has to know about everything. And we he have to be lied. Trans- we have to be transparent. And he lied. No, he's oh, he's gonna tell her the truth now. I think it's a slipper. I'm fifty fifty. I'm glad for slope. I'm glad for PJ. I'm concerned for Mary Jane. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's the other way around. Why? Because Mary Jane still gets to keep David close by, quote, quote. However, it's, it's, for PJ, it's kind of like, well, what if something happens horrible between your sister and David? Now you've got a $5 million investment and a 49.9% investment into your, your business that, Mm -hmm may not come to fruition or may not, you know, give you the dividends that you were hoping because this man is now upset at your sister that has nothing to do with you. So you think David can't separate business and pleasure when it comes to PJ? Well, I think it's going to be pretty hard. I think it's it's going to, yeah, it's going to be pretty hard. But I think, I feel like PJ has more to lose than Mary Jane. She didn't put no money into this. And she's already not with David. So she's got nothing to lose at this point. But PJ has a lot to lose. So at a, him, right? I, yeah, him being getting David as an investor is a good thing, but got a lot to lose, man. If stuff goes wrong with his sister, I think it's good for PJ. It's scary for Mary J, and I feel, feel like David will be able to separate the two because his money's invested as well. So he has something to lose, right? Um, he'll, he'll lose a return on his investment, you know, if right. it gets shady. And I thought it was a really some really good advice that PJ's dad gave him, which was, you know. He, he was talking about Jake and how Jake and his family mm-hmm. are very wealthy. I'm assuming they're white or they're Jewish from the comments <laughs> that he's making. And um, he's, he gives some good advice. And he's like, stick with your own. And I think for black people, we don't really think about that when it comes to business. We yeah. don't think about, you know, like in the Korean, you know, I'm half Korean. So in the Korean community, you support your own first. It's just kind of an unspoken rule. Like Absolutely. I'll go to a Korean tailor before I go to any other tailor. But then again, all the tailors I know are Korean. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, wait, what? No, but I, no, seriously, like you invest in your own community before you go out. And I think as black people, we don't do that enough. So, so he gives, he, I think his dad gives him some really good advice. He does. That's on point. That's on fleek this episode. He you is. know what else is on fleek? Mary J's natural makeup when she was on the news desk oh delivering gosh. her wrap up to the whole motherhood. Honey, Shout she, out to she has those, what is it? The mink slashes, I think. The lash on extensions. She, beautiful. Beautiful. I kept looking at that. Black Love is it. Beautiful. All right, let's um, talk about some news and gossip, my dear. <laughs> well, I do want to give a shout out to our viewers, Miss Kimberly Walker, who had a great comment on YouTube. She said last week, "Do we know where Nisi's biological mom is? She clearly has some issues with women in authority positions. Mm. She disrespects the women in her life and manipulates the men." Not to psychoanalyze, but I think most of Nisi's issues go back to her mom. Right. What do you all think? I, you know what? I hope we get to see an episode where Nisi's mom is there. I mm-hmm. want to know. What do you think? Do you think Nisi's mom is like ghetto? Or do you think she's like completely the opposite and is like Mary Jane and has like, is like doing her business so she doesn't even have time to be mm-hmm. in Nisi's life? I kind of I want her to be like Mary Jane. 
Me too. No, I, I don't. She, if she was like Mary Jane, she would be more on the scene. I think she might be no. one of the women that doesn't. I think she might be like Mary Jane because she's one of the women that doesn't want to have children, and that's why she's not in the picture, and mm. why her dad is Mr. Mom. Oh, I like that. You like that? Yeah. Okay. And then for a little bit of news and gossip. So we were all all a flutter about Mr. Cuddy Buddy last couple episodes ago. Oh, yes. So he is actually he's a now a retired NFL player. His name is Thomas Q. Jones. Oh um, yes, and we're talking about the um the the man who was her yeah, her cut friend. It was Mary Jane's cut friend. Mm-hmm. He was nice chocolate and super cut up. Ooh. So he's retired NFL? He's retired NFL. He now does acting. He says when I left football I was in a dead space. My whole life had been football since I was five. Um I found acting as a way to detox from football. And uh, what's his name? His name is Thomas. He may be related. Hey, Thomas. Q Not Jones. Hi, Thomas Q Jones. You're welcome to come on the show anytime. Yes. <laughs> I love, let's get into some predictions. And now, you're after Ooh. Okay. Well, I'm going to predict that Mary Jane is going to miss her extraction date or the doctor's office is going to misplace her eggs. And that's going to be like a whole situation. Oh, I like that. Mm. I want them to give her some uh, somebody else's eggs. Oh, like a white lady's eggs. You know, and then she gets pregnant. She's like, well, I have a white baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's hilarious. I think so. And then I also think that Mary Jane is going to verbally out loud admit to herself that she doesn't want kids. Right. Ah, you know what? I really hope she does. She does become very honest with herself and says something like that. Um, but we do see that uh, in next week's episode in the, the preview, David seems to want her back and he mm-hmm. wants to be back with her. But he's, of course, the situation is really, really hairy. I just, I don't think that's a good idea. And Anna is going to take you to the cleaners, honey. Do it. If you decide to leave her with this baby, <laughs> she's going to take you to the cleaners. And of course, um, it, it's really... Oh, it's really interesting because we do see Gary Dordan again. (laughs) Um, He is back on the scene and he's having a conversation with Mary Jane and she's talking about, well, who takes care of the black woman? Right. Ooh, I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. That's a heavy question. That's a good question. Let us know what you guys think about that so we can discuss it next week on the show because that's a great, great question and I'm so excited that Gary's back. Again, I feel like he's going to be the one that she can have. Oh, yeah. We're going to constantly see that foreplay tango throughout the whole season. Well, let's tango on Mm. over to... Where can they find you to tango at with you, honey? (laughs) Tango with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fania Thomas. Yay! And you can always find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MegScoop. And make sure you use that hashtag ABTVBMJ Mm -hmm. and let us know what you think about this episode. And also, go to YouTube, subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. Also, on iTunes and SoundCloud, you can get all of our podcasts, all of our shows. It's super, super easy. Until next week, y'all! From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of Afterbuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Afterbuzz TV or its owners or principals.